go. I think if this, if I'm correct, this is episode number 139 of No Laugh Track Podcast. Thank you to Circle of Heat. As always, for letting us play their music there, uh, I am happy to be here. Very happy. I was looking forward to this. I, when I got, when I got engaged, I even sent her a message because I, I feel like she would be excited, and she was. I'm so happy Wendy Liebman is here. Hey, back. congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wedding bells. Yep. I got people to listen to this that give a crap. I got engaged in <laughs> November, and it's, it's coming up. It's going to be in October, so... Well, I've known you for a long time, and this is very exciting news. It is, yes. You and I have had several uh, chats off the mic about relationship stuff over the years that I've been doing this podcast. So it's, it's, I'm, I, When I think back, it's crazy how much has changed in my life in the last <laughs> three years. Well, I've, I've been married this. 12 years, yeah. Justin, and I'm just thinking about friending my husband on Facebook. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, I think I will. You should. <laughs> I tag him in some of my pictures. <laughs> no, he's he's uh, um he's he wrote on a sitcom called Boy Meets World. Do you remember me telling you that? I may, maybe I don't know, but he did. I don't. I guess I don't. Yeah, remember he was that. one of the writers, producers for the f- first four seasons. Okay. So I know those kids. Um, I've met uh, Eric, who is plays the brother. Okay. Will Friedle. Yeah. And I didn't meet Topanga yet. I don't know if you watched that show. Do you watch My that? daughters now watch the Girl Meets Girl World, Meets World right. where they're the parents now. Which is so weird to see them. It, as it is. And that and I'm a little like when that show when Boy Meets World was on I think it was Friday nights on ABC at one point when it yeah, was new. Right. I was a little too old for their demographic. So I'm sort of right, right in between you know, now I have kids that are watching this kid. This uh, right, like uh, I'm immature, so I watch it <laughs> <laughs> as an adult. I was playing video games at, at my friend Jose's house. You were playing was, video um, games last night. I was. What I was. games do you play? I have. Uh, I, I am addicted to an NHL hockey game. Okay. Hockey, I love it. Well, Minnesota is hockey, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota is very cold today. It's it is. Canada cold. It is. Um, it's the wind chill. Because I, I walked over here last night from the hotel, and it's a six-minute walk. It's and close. by the third minute, I was crying. <laughs> I was like, I can do this. I have like six layers on and yeah. two scarves. Jake Johansson was here a couple of weeks yeah, ago, and he likes, to, you know, he likes to work out and be athletic, and he had a hard time dealing with he was really contemplating whether he was going to go for a walk when it was the uh, windshield was below zero. Oh, he's my favorite stand-up. Is, if, seriously? Yeah. I love him. He's he, so funny. I think he's a genius. He's, uh, he, I talked to him about trying to get, uh, if, if he was going to get on Letterman one last time. He's been on the most. 45, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Yes. And he's hoping to still get on one more time before uh, Dave's done in May. Right. Yeah. I was just... Um, Somebody was writing an article about that theater, I guess, because Letterman is leaving now. So I was just recounting. I've been on the show a couple of times. Right. And there is like this sense that when you're on that stage at the Ed Sullivan Theater, you go, oh, my God, the Beatles stood here. Right. On that same stage. Right. It's really powerful. Crazy. <laughs> so uh, where were, did you, were you coming from home when you came here this week? I came from home this week. Yes, it was... 65. Um, I live in Los Angeles. Yes. And 
Yeah, I. You know what? I've been traveling a lot, a lot, but I had a week off, so now okay. I'm here. Um, it's I, Thursday. How are the shows been going? So well, so good. Is that grammar? grammatically correct it's very weird being in the space in the light because it's we're sitting on the stage mm-hmm. at the comedy club and there's nobody in the seat so it's very daunting <laughs> although i've played for this many people in peoria <laughs> actually i recently did something really cool it's called the living room show okay it's in los angeles and uh, an actress named iliana douglas yeah. produces it i met her a few yeah. years ago yeah so she started with her friend Sarah Sweet, a comedian. They started going to people's living rooms. I mean, not just showing up, but um, <laughs> arranging to have a show, right? Hello, we're here to do put on the show. What? But um, Justin Willman, who's coming here in yes. a couple of weeks, he was on the show. Okay. Jimmy Pardo was on the show. Awesome. Wayne Fetterman couple of singers jennifer tilly wow and it was at the house of the um man who wrote full house um the producer creator of full house so this house was unbelievably gorgeous and um anyway what was my point oh we were talking about this uh performing there were 150 people in this living room holy cow like more people than come to my show gloria <laughs> Um, so I'm looking out into the audience, and in the second row is Tom Jones and Priscilla Presley. What? Yeah. And a woman, uh, Vicki Peterson, who is in the Bangles. I know. It was, and the guy who played big on Sex and the City, Chris Noth. Oh, yeah. They were in the audience. I know. <laughs> I couldn't write this shit. I forget. Am I allowed to swear on sure, this? Okay. Absolutely. All right. say, what, say what you like. <laughs> that is... Uh, life well, is surreal. As someone who's always lived in Minnesota, uh, you know, I've always just assumed that, that it's like that every night <laughs> in California. You just have these huge bashes where it's nothing but celebrities from all walks of life. Well, I'm doing a podcast myself, actually. Well, I met this woman on America's Got Talent, which I'll talk, tell you about because mm-hmm. I know you want to know about that. Um Rachel Butera, and we started a podcast called um, Wendy and Rachel Save the World because that's what we want to do. Although Rachel just wants me to save her. But um, what were we talking about? I really forgot what we were just talking about. You know what? I will jump in right now and say that I listened to your podcast. You did? On boobs? Yes. (laughs) All 40 whatever minutes there were. I listened to the whole thing. We're still structuring it now. We think we're going to just pick a topic each time. But I, uh, and that time was boobs. So we talked a lot about boobs. Yeah. Um, Wendy and Rachel saved the world. So <laughs> I forget what we were. Oh, oh, so we were talking about Hollywood. That's the second episode. Yeah. Because that kind of stuff has happened to me there. And I feel like I'm such a name dropper and a star fucker. Not really a star fucker. I've tried. But... <laughs> I love name dropping, hearing name dropping. I'm a st- complete sucker for that. I, I love think, it. I think I could name drop people that I've never met, mm-hmm. like I can, s- or gossip about people I've never met, because then it's just gossip. It's not like they're never going to know that I'm talking about them. <laughs> That's true. Um, I heard last time you were here, you had recently uh, crossed paths with Tom Hanks <gasps> with the whole uh, yes. with the movie. Say- oh right, I came the day after I saw Saving Mr. Banks. Yes. And because um, my husband 
his father and his brother were portrayed in that movie right. because they were the songwriters for Mary Poppins. The Sherman Brothers. The Sherman Brothers. So Tom Hanks was at that. Yeah. Oh, so I was name dropping then too. Damn right. I loved it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you one day, I love that stuff. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Jennifer Tilly. Okay. <laughs> so uh, did you... Uh, did you, Tom Jones, did you say anything to any? No, but Priscilla Presley. How'd she look, be honest? She's beautiful. Beautiful. And I don't know if it's plastic surgery. I've decided at, at 54, I'm not getting plastic surgery, but I will get artificial intelligence. <laughs> um, she was so sweet. She shook my hand. She had a tiny beautiful hand and she was like you're so funny i'm like oh my god the queen just spoke yeah right very surreal my life talking to you yeah i know you'll be you'll be telling everybody back in california about this experience oh <laughs> yeah maybe and then justin said it was unbelievable <laughs> you got to get out there you won't believe what happens I in minneapolis i love my life in that i can come to minnesota for a week and perform i just love it it's just, I feel so blessed. Although I've been in a bad mood, Justin, since I was 11. <laughs> um, just about the same time that I started wearing a bra. Oh, yes. You're so lucky that you don't have to wear a bra. Uh, and as I heard on your podcast, they can be expensive. They're so expensive. And yes. I don't have to worry about when I wash my uh, my, <laughs> my boxer briefs. They come out the same every time, I know, pretty much. Like, when I wash... A bra that has wire in it, and then I dry it by accident, and then it comes out. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm I remember the first time I saw one of those, like a sack that my uh, ex-wife would put her uh, bras in to dry them. Oh, I've never seen that. And it was like a like a mesh sack. Oh. Maybe it was it to wash them. Maybe not even to dry them. Yeah, no, I think it's to dry them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just have to air dry them. <laughs> you know what? I'm going braless. Did I talk about... Oh, I, that's what I talked about mm-hmm. on the podcast. That I came in without a bra. Now, you wouldn't... I could be not wearing a bra right now, too, and you would never know. I, I don't think I would know. But um, but now that I'm in my 50s, I, I have to say to guys, hey, my uh, eyes are up here, and my breasts are all the way down there. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Aww. <laughs> I loved watching you. We're going to just jump around all over the place here. I just so I loved watching you on America's Got Talent. Fun, huh? Yes, yes. I didn't always catch it live. I'll be honest about that. But I would look him up and watch the video. Me either. Not a big fan. Not never was really crazy about that show. Not really my thing. But uh, I love when they did comedy. I love that they do comedy. And then of course, knowing you, that was so awesome. And then I've met Dan Natterman since then. Right. He was uh, at Acme a few months back. He had a good run there. You had an awesome run with, uh, as you told me off the air, you and Howard Stern are close friends now. <laughs> Not really. Not really. He, um, he brought me back. Let's go. I, let's okay, let's, let's back right. up. How did you ever get it? How, what, what happened? Okay, what happened at this so, part of your career? You're doing TV competition comedy. I know. Like, people were very surprised that I mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. But, um,. I did a double take when I saw your when I really? when I first saw you tweet about it. I th- actually thought she am I, is she joking? I is she really going to be judge? on? Yeah, that's what people ask me. Well, here's the thing. I my husband and I were in a car accident. I don't know if I I think this was since uh, yeah since yeah 
we were in a car accident and we were hit by a drunk driver and there was one fatality. Seven cars were totaled and the woman in the car next to us died. Oh my goodness. And our lives changed. And that night I sat like waiting for the cops to show up and in the middle of this mess and I said, I really have to like, what am I doing with my life? Because I really was like 10 feet away from de- death. Because uh, if she hadn't been in the car next to me, if the car hadn't been there, the guy would have hit me. Hit you first. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But she buffered us. Yeah. So her name was Cynthia Fox. Cynthia Kirk. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, I really said I really have to get back out there again because I've been doing comedy a long time, but I just felt like there was a lull in, in, there was a lull. Yeah. So, um, it reinvigorated me. I got excited about stand up again and I met the most amazing musicians and singers and people who could walk on their hands and, uh, it was perform really with dogs. An, an incredible experience, and um, and it worked. Like everything that I wanted, I got. Here I am. I'm back here. I got. I'm on the road a lot now, so I I've got the exposure that I was looking for. It was really a fun time. So Howard's. I was eliminated. Yeah. After how many appearances um, on the show did you have before that? I had one live appearance. But I had been on the show a couple of times. Yeah. And um, and so it was the top 48. And then I was eliminated. And then Howard Stern used me as his wild card pick. Yeah. So he brought me back. They let every judge bring one person, one act right. back. Yeah. So Howard Stern brought me. Now, one of the reasons I did the show was because I really wanted to meet him. Mm-hmm. Howard Stern. I've been a fan. And, Me too. You know, I don't agree with everything he says, obviously, but um, don't need you to be a fan. But I'm a huge. I think he's really smart. Yeah. Even that he surrounds himself with like Robin. I love Robin. Mm-hmm. So um, one of my one of my ideals was to meet him. So I still haven't met him. <laughs> That's so crazy. I know. But I did. You were in the same building. Well, I met him from the stage. You, your eyes met, and I got to tell him I was a big fan. Yeah, so, and I thanked him for bringing me, me back. But I still haven't met him. <laughs> so talk about a show a show business story. Well, it's, not what people would actually think goes on. It was faux reality in yeah. that sense. Yeah, which I understand is enter, you know show business, but um, but I had known Howie Mandel. And so I had to disclose that at the beginning and we had to like, that was one of the rules that I had to tell everybody that I knew him before and he couldn't vote for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was allowed to speak for me, you know, petition the other judges. Yeah. And that's how I got through because my very first audition, it was like a clusterfuck. I was (laughs) sick. I was, um, I went after this, um, other comedians. It was just, I, it was the wrong experience yeah yeah and Heidi Klum said you're very nice but you're not very funny (laughs) (laughs) so by the end when I got her to stand up yeah 
then I felt like I had really vindicated myself because yeah. she did, didn't think I was funny. Did you have so many things going through your head you could have come back with her at? Well, you're be, very pretty, but but you're not very nice. Yeah. Um. You know what? At that point, yeah, I should have had all these comebacks. I'm, I'm a comedian, right? Yeah. When Howard said to me in my first audition, how come I haven't heard of you before? I really wanted to say, well, have you been under a rock? Yeah. But then I'm like, who am I? Whatever. I wasn't thinking properly. So I didn't say anything to her. I was just like, well, that's your opinion. So <laughs> by the end, she was very nice. Who was there? Was, a, was there four judges, right? Yeah. It's Mel B. Oh, yeah. From right, the Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Yeah. How was she? She was very nice at the end. I mean, she wasn't going to vote for me, but Howie was like, oh, this... Howie was, like, speaking on my behalf, yeah. even though he couldn't vote. So um, he got her to vote for me. So... And then I won her over by the end also. And that was... Was that filmed in L.A.? So you got to, Or did you have to fly the to New York? The first auditions were in L.A. And then I spent, like, the summer in New York. Yeah. Um, did that but, work out with your other... Any other schedules? Well, I just really took time off. Yeah. Like, I really just went head first and did America's Got Talent. And it's like, I knew I was not going to be working for a while. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, and I'd never lived in New York City before. I'm from Long Island. Yeah. But, and I had relatives in the city, so we used to go into the city a lot. But I, people think I started performing there, but I started in Boston. Okay. So yeah. I lived in New York City. Have you ever been? To New York, New York City? City? A few times. It's hard living. It's like so much walking. <laughs> There's so much walking going on. No, it's just like people are so in a hurry. I, when we, last time I went, I, I stayed with someone that lived, uh, lived in Manhattan in a hotel. What? Yeah. He worked well, at a radio station there, and they had worked out a deal where, for trade, he got to stay at a hotel if they advertised on the radio. So he lived in a place by himself, no kitchen, no, not, he just had a room with a bathroom, basically. But maid service. Yeah, and maid service, yes. Uh-huh. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I mean, everybody eats out there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no fridge, obviously. No kitchen, no refrigerator. There's a fridge in the hotel here, thank you. Thank you very much. It's such a nice hotel. It's the kind where they fold the toilet paper into a oh. little V. I'm like, wow, that's fancy. But who touched my toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not using it then, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I ripped a few sheets off. <laughs> you kept the sharp angle at the end. <laughs> yeah, went in. Went. Like skipping the uh, ends of a loaf of bread. Right. Yeah, yeah. And these are no good. Keep those. <laughs> Keep those. So, and then you met, I, I gathered from listening to your podcast, your brand new podcast, that you met your co-host. Wendy on, and Rachel Save the World. Yes. On America's Got Talent. Is that where you met? Yes. So one of the weeks in New York, it was called Boot Camp or um, Cutthroat. No, it was called, uh, it was just a week that we had to audition again and we were in this one room with all the contestants. And um, so I spent a week with Rachel Butera, who she started her career um, as a comedian impersonator, impressionist. She was doing copywriting in New Jersey, and she is a huge Howard Stern fan, and she heard that Howard was having a contest. And she had always impersonated people, like never professionally, just around the house uh-huh. and her brother said you really have to do that and so she entered the contest and she won out of like a thousand people oh wow 
And now he has her on regularly. She does Joan Rivers and Whoopi Goldberg and Rosie okay. and Wanda. And we just hit it off. Like, maybe because we were the only women comedians there. So, But we just hung out all the time. Yeah. And she lives in L.A. now for three years. And I was like, do you want to do a podcast? And she said, yeah. So we just have been thinking about it since then. Yeah. And we just got it going. So were you saying you were, you have a second one? It's not out yet? It's uh, Yeah, it's coming out okay. this week. It's about Hollywood. Yeah. And next week, we're just going to talk about Rachel, I think. I'm going to try to save her. Okay. But So we're just still figuring out the format of it. You took a few calls. Was that with Skype or something? How, what were you guys doing there? Um, it wasn't Skype. Well, I don't know how it worked, but our producer rigged it yeah so we we did it live and then um yeah and then posted it again i i <laughs> <laughs> and we I, have a fan named teal who calls I heard. who calls who he, he's called both times yeah I, I he's heard, a I heard big him. comedy fan mm-hmm. i like that's me i'm a big comedy fan and he's an impersonator as well oh, like okay. i've known him f- since i went on twitter because he um sent me his uh videos yeah so he's a really sweet guy. Yeah, we took a call from a woman. She had no idea she was calling into us. She thought she was just, I don't know what she thought. That was very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm on the air right now? Am right. I on the radio? Right. She's yes, we're confused. talking about boobs. Oh, well, yeah, boy, I don't, mine always don't get treated properly. They're not that big or they're not too small. They get bigger when I gain weight. Yeah. Oh I, f- I sort of felt, I don't know how your uh, producer guy there, I, I, I'm curious on how he felt when you guys were all done with that, for that hour of, uh, of, boob talk? of heavy boob talk. They got <laughs> got into a little lesbian talk Ooh. and I, everything like, whoa. I was like, yeah, whoa. Yeah, no holds barred. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, our producer, Mike Rotman, he, he's really interesting because he worked on everything from Politically Incorrect to The Daily Show. Yeah. Mm. Dennis Miller. And I've so heard he's heard it all, I'm sure. What? I'm sure he's heard it all. Yeah. So yeah. he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Now, I you were uh when we were talking beforehand there, I was we were swapping some stories about weddings and you were telling me a story about um about the kids and then you were like, "Oh, I have another one." Oh, and we right, a- right, right. So, well, the original story I was telling you was mm-hmm. that um when I got married... Yep, I asked you where you got married. I got married in Pasadena, California, and um, since I'm from New York, my I guess my parents sent in like a little blurb to the New York Times saying that I was married. They couldn't... My parents can't believe that I got married, so they were so <laughs> excited. So I guess the editor there had seen me on Letterman, so he wanted to send a photographer to the and a reporter to the wedding. So the New York Times came to my wedding and they posted a picture of my family because I married into two stepkids yep. and my youngest was six at the time and I guess he had he was turned around from the picture. So the three of us are facing the camera, but my stepson, my youngest stepson was facing away and we didn't want to show him the picture because we thought he would be devastated. So my husband photoshopped his head. <laughs> <laughs> and showed it to him. But um, that reminded me of another story yes. with him because he, now he's 19, almost 20, and he goes to like computer college. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's when, no longer a little boy looking right, the other way. Yeah, he's 6'1. Yeah. 
But when he was seven, he wanted to test the tooth fairy. He wanted to see if the tooth fairy was real. Mm -hmm. This is my stepson, Ryan. So he said, I'm going to put my tooth, I'm not going to put it under the pillow. First of all, I was like, well, did one fall out? Or (laughs) he said, yes. He said, I'm not going to put it under the pillow. I'm going to put it somewhere else in the room. And if the tooth fairy is real, she'll find it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she'll, of course she'll find it. <laughs> I just Had it been your job? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My husband would write the note, but I would put the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's just how it worked. Yeah. So I am freaking out because I'm like, his room has lots of stuff in it. Sure. So it took me about an hour, but I found the tooth. <laughs> it was in a little cup on a bookshelf, and the cup had a piece of paper over the top of oh. it. Okay. So I put a dollar in or whatever people were giving back then. I don't remember. What do people give for teeth now? Uh, at, at my house, they get one of those little uh, dollar coins. A dollar coin, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah it's bad to give uh, candy. <laughs> Big candy coins. Here's a candy, candy cane. Candy money, right. <laughs> candy cane and a chocolate <laughs> coin. <laughs> yes. So about a week later... I just said nonchalantly, so Ryan, did uh, did the tooth fairy find your tooth? Oh, yeah. And he was like, of course. Wow. <laughs> like He was so nonchalant about it. He was like, yeah, of course she did. Never any doubt. I know. So. Wow. <laughs> but I had to wait. Like, like, I didn't want to say the next day. Right, right. I just wanted to play it cool. Mm-hmm. By the um, way. Hey, I just, something just popped into my right. head. That ever work out for you? Right. It did. Of course. And, of course uh, it did. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I, oh, I remember the first time sneaking back into the, into the bedroom. Oh, <laughs> right. I was so nervous. Am I like, I'm going to get busted just because I'm going to turn around and my knees are going to crack or oh, make no. some noise. Or... <laughs> How old are your kids now? They are six and eight. <gasps> That's a cute age. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just, I was looking over some of my eight-year-old's homework just last week and she has to do a thing where they have, uh, you know, their word list of the week where they have to learn to spell these words mm-hmm. and use them in sentences and everything. So she was using these words in sentence. And one of them might have, the word may have been fairy. I think she had to use. Fairy? Fairy. Fairy. Fairy, like tooth fairy. Right. And she said uh, her sentence was, some people, some people tell me that the tooth fairy isn't real, but I don't listen to them. <gasps> oh. Yeah. 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 So Good. I don't know what to think about that. I think. Yeah, she's still <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. I wonder. I'm. She's pretty bright. I think she really has it all figured out. So I don't know. I don't oh, know what you do with just... like Santa. Like what? At what point do we give up that? Uh, I am still mad at the person who told me that there was no Santa Claus, even right. though I'm Jewish. <laughs> I because we, we celebrated Christmas. You did. And as I have gotten older, I've found out that. Well, I'm of German Jewish descent, so I found out that some German Jews tried to assimilate by celebrating Christmas. But we just liked the party. <laughs> So we always had a tree, yeah. and we went caroling. Um, but, um, yeah, I remember one of my relatives said, you know there's no Santa, right? And yeah. I was, like, devastated. And I was 45 at the time. No, <laughs> I was, like, 11. 
It's really you shouldn't be telling me it's this. Really, because let me dream. Let me just fantasize. You know what? Though I don't want to be. It's uh, what happens when. Both kids know the truth, but you don't know and are still going through it. You know? like, th- then who's the dumb one, right? just remember my dad putting something together like a bicycle or something and um, their friends were over and I just remember seeing the friend eat the cookie that I left for Santa and I was a little upset about that. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you... Uh, are are you a Fifty Shades of Grey? You're gonna go see Fifty Shades of Grey. You know what? I was in a hotel recently in Cleveland, and somebody left that book in the hotel room. Like they didn't clean it out. It was under switch the, the Bible out and put that in right. there. No, it was under the bed. Oh. And <laughs> I. Had, what were you doing under the bed? No, 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 I was like, just walking, and my foot hit something, and yeah. it was that book. So I'm like, ooh. Well, I haven't read it because it's about kinky sex, and I'm not into reading. <laughs> so, no, I'm not a Fifty Shades. I've never yeah. done anything kinky. I'm trying to. Th- never been tied up. I've been stood up uh, by a guy who said he was tied up. But I dressed up once as a nurse for my husband because that's his fantasy that we have health care. <laughs> I'm just doing my act for you. I had no idea it was going to lead okay, to that. I love it. <laughs> right. No, but I haven't seen Fifty Shades. And somebody in the audience last night said it was awkward. Have you seen it? No, I'm uh, no. I'm just so not interested. Ashley went and saw it with her friend last Sunday. And? I stayed home with my daughters. What did Ashley think? She, uh, she liked it overall. Was yeah. she more amorous in the bedroom that night? Uh, no. No, because... I'm just laughing at your face. No. We... Which day did we get in a fight recently? Oh, no. There was a day we got in a fight recently where we kind of kept our distance for the evening. It might have been Sunday. It had nothing to do with the movie. It was Sunday. No, we were fighting on Sunday. So there was no... Well, she was thinking about the makeup sex. When I was little, I thought people only kissed to make up with each other. So I thought, wow, there's a lot of fighting going on in the world. <laughs> I'm not a kisser. No? I don't like kissing. No. I don't you, know why. Well, you were talking about prostitute. Your, in your podcast, uh, the talking about boobs, it also led into talking about hugging. And I'm a big hugger. Yeah. I almost hugged you right before the show started because you looked like you needed a That's hug. fine. I'll We've hug you before. after. I know. Uh, and normally, I, but I'm not one that usually initiates. That's not my Okay. Thing. But no, I, I like hugging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There was a guy named Leo Biscaglia who was really into hugging. Like, that was his thing. It was all about hugging, but I'm not that crazy. I just like to hug. Yeah, and since I'm not the one that ever starts it, then I... It, that's a weird position to be in to put yourself in because sometimes then you have to feel the other person out. Like, am I being? Should I get close enough so this can be our embrace goodbye? Well, or I something? usually ask. You know, I usually say, "Can I hug you?" Like, am I being a jerk by just not? What, what am I doing? <laughs> what? Huh? I don't know. What? Hands to myself? Hug? No, I don't know. Wait, so that movie didn't like? No, nothing inspire happened. Inspire and really? Not no, but nobody. I'm. I had a girl once. Uh, I, this is years ago. This okay. is before my first marriage. Okay. I met, I met a girl at a bar, like what, what never, ever happened. I went to a bar one night to see a band I really liked 
and was sitting there reading a newspaper, just waiting for the band to start. And then some girl comes up and sits next to me, chat, chat, chat. Oh, and then next thing you know, we leave together. Yeah, like one of those things that didn't. My head just turned around. Yeah, yeah right. That didn't really <laughs> it doesn't ever. Doesn't really happen, happen in real life. Yeah, no. And I wasn't. I was literally just there to watch one of my favorite bands play at this little bar. And uh, we ended up going back to my house, and things were happening. And she started. Uh, I thought she was about to go, you know, downstairs and take care of things, but she stopped at my nipples and was biting me so freaking hard. I had to push her away, and the ne- and I never went out with her again. The next day, I had like little scabs on <gasps> my nipples because she had bitten me so freaking hard. Yeah, freak. Yeah. What yeah. was the band? <laughs> yeah, what was the band? The Rolling Stones. Yeah. No, it was uh, some local band. This is. Have you, you ever know, run into a her again? Years ago. No, but there is a store. There's a photography studio that she worked at at the time that is still exists. So I occasionally it comes to mind when I drive right. by there. It's not in my neighborhood anymore, right. but I do drive by. Like, oh, I remember. Oh, right, her. the tooth lady. <laughs> I was going, no, 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 bad touch, bad, bad Ow. touch, too much. What's your safe word? Yeah, so I don't, so. Stop. I, I'm not even really sure what happens in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, but I know people, uh, things get aggressive. I don't think that, yeah. that, that's my deal. I don't think that's my deal. I, I remember the first time some guy like, spanked me. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I thought that would be fun. I was like, for who? And then, you know, now I understand it, but um, <laughs> it's just not my, not my thing. I don't even... I think it's a punishment to get spanked. I'd rather get a timeout. <laughs> less, much less aggressive and still gets the point How do you across? get me to talk like this? I don't know. I'm like, you're telling me about nipples? And... Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't even like... Uh, 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 it's been years, of course, but you know, like, like at a, a strip club or in a porn, when a girl like slaps herself on the butt. You mean like Beyonce? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Beyonce does it. That's fine. Yeah. Video. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't even want a slapping sound. Uh-uh. Right? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. This is a beautiful thing. Yeah. This is a beautiful thing. No one needs to leave hurt. I don't even like sex. I just want to get a massage. <laughs> You know that I have never got a professional m- massage. Well, you don't like hugging. Yeah. Do you think that goes along with that? That I don't want someone. You don't want a doing stranger that? touching you. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's just a personal choice. Yeah. I need a massage from the bellhop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had this woman really hurting me once. Actually, this is true. She was like hurting me. I said, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm attacking each pressure point." So I gave her my parents' address. No, that's the joke part. But she was, as she was, as she was talking about her family, she was getting more aggressive. Like she was getting her stuff out. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Hmm. It felt good though. Man hands. No, it was a woman. Oh, did she have man? Yeah, she had man hands. Yeah, definitely. I would. I would want that. They did have a thing here. I didn't. I did get. I guess I got one of those like little ten minute ones in a chair where you just kind of oh, lean forward. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. had that done before. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Hey, I was looking stuff up about you. Uh, you know, online and the one thing. Well, we'll get to one thing, but I want to ask you this first. You, 
I don't know, recently I saw uh, uh, you were, whatever town you were working in, you did some local TV when you do like the local TV news in the morning. Right. And now that I don't work in radio anymore at the time, I'm curious, what is worse, local radio or local TV? Do you have an opinion on that? When you have to go to a new town every week, every other week, once a month, and they bring the club brings you in to do radio or to do a little TV thing. Which do you prefer? Um, well, I prefer radio because then it doesn't matter what I look like. Like right now, I'm in my pajamas. Um, <laughs> and I'm braless. <laughs> me too. Yes! Um, but, yeah, it's really that I don't like getting up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And I've been doing this for so long that I just kind of go on automatic pilot. Even though I'm half asleep, I can still get through it. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to say I prefer radio because I could, I don't have to look awake or, yeah. yeah. But I actually, I love doing local stuff. I love it. Yeah. That's part of my job. It's interesting because like every job has other jobs in it that you didn't know you were going to have to, it's not just standing on stage and telling jokes. Oh no. I have to be like travel savvy and, um, figure out my way around. I mean, now I have GPS. I have a map on my phone. But when I first started, I didn't even have internet. Right. Like, right, I, right. I felt so isolated. From I remember the first time I was in Cincinnati and I signed on to AOL. And I, it was like... Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like Eureka. Yeah, yeah. Like I suddenly felt connected to the world. Right. And I'm not alone here. I'm such a social person. Uh-huh. Yes and no. I'm I need to be connected. I don't want to say I'm like the social butterfly. I'm more like a social caterpillar. <laughs> um but I um I even last night I was on my phone. And I go through all my like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, I saw last I, night you were. You must games. have been after your show here. You were doing the at midnight. Yeah, yeah. I, I like playing at midnight. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get on that show. You haven't too. yet. I haven't huh? been on that show. Although I was on Getting Doug with High. I know you're going to ask me. Yes, but both Doug Benson and Ron Funches, who I was on the show with, did at midnight. So I'm like, can I get on at midnight now? Yeah, maybe, please. <laughs> Although then I was like, oh, maybe I'll be too intimidated on that show. No, hell no. No? No, no. Um, but yeah, so I'm like looking at my phone, going through all my games. And then finally at like three in the morning, I'm like, okay, I have to cut myself off. Just have to stop. Yeah. I have no like uh, willpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing how much time can pass when you're staring at your freaking phone. And then all of a sudden, whoa! I it was just like did an hour and a half. I just did nothing that long. Right? For how long? <laughs> yeah. So you're into the the hockey games. I'm into like words with friends and scramble with friends. And... I did words with friends for a while. You did? Yeah. And then I beat Ashley too many times. Oh. And it got boring. <laughs> yes, that's right. I play. I only play someone I can beat. On a I play basis. with people who are so good. Oh, my friend Matt Cohn, you bastard, Matt! I stopped playing you 
because he would use every letter. Right. 240 points on one word? That's crazy. I'm done. I'm done. Right. Yeah. You get the triple and mm-hmm. the, right. Forget it. Screw um, you. And I don't know that word. But I <laughs> <right>? <laughs> But I have to um play with people who are better than I am because oh. then it makes me better. Yeah. So but now we know how you and I are different. I try for the win, <laughs> and you want to be. You want to. I want to lose. Yeah, I'm a loser. <laughs> no, I'm not. How about trivia crack? Have you done that one yet? No. That's what everybody's playing. Trivia crack. You haven't heard about that? No. Oh, I'm, maybe I Ooh. shouldn't be doing this. No, tell me. This could be. I really? can ruin your day. What is it? It's, with other people? Yes, it's trivia with your friends on your phone. It's like what five different categories. Uh, I'm not good at trivia. Like, I watch Jeopardy on mute. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The only trivia I know is that um, one of the monkeys' mothers created whiteout, invented whiteout, or liquid paper. It was Mike Nesmith's mother. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she invented liquid paper. How great is that? I saw the monkeys once. You did? Perform. Check out this double when? bill. The monkeys and Weird Al Yankovic. I love that bill. Yes. I was, it was 1988, probably. No. Yeah, 88, probably. Minnesota State Fair. Wow. It was when the monkeys had done the, you know, came back, the TV show was back on Nickelodeon. And right. It was the three, the four. It wasn't. Right, because Mike stopped performing with them. But he recently went out with them again. I only know because we, we know Mickey Dolenz, the drummer, yeah. my husband, and he worked together many years ago, and so we were friends with them. And um, I was always in love with Davy Jones. Yeah. Davy Jones was my. I wanted. I wanted. I love Davy Jones. So I was like six. So my mom. I told my mom that I had a dream about Davy Jones, and she bought me a costume so I could wear the Davy Jones mask for Halloween. And I said, I don't want to be him. I want to be with him. I'm like six, (laughs) right? So cut to we're at Mickey's wedding. And um, this is about 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And Davy Jones was there. I mean, come on. This is like, I don't know who your childhood crush was, like Farrah Fawcett or... Elizabeth um, Shue. Elizabeth Shue. So picture you at a wedding, and there's Elizabeth Shue. I wouldn't be able to breathe. So um, I met Davy Jones, and he just didn't do it for me anymore. No? No. no. I'm more of a Mickey person now. But um, speaking of Elizabeth Shue, so I went to Wellesley College in Mm -hmm. Boston. I was a senior, and she was a freshman, Elizabeth Shue. Really? She went to Harvard. She transferred to Harvard, but maybe she took a semester or a year at Wellesley. And I just remember we auditioned for the same part in a play, and I got it. Really? Yes. It was hair. Does it matter? No. Was it hair or the prime of Miss Jean Brody? I, I was in two plays. I was in three plays in college, and that was one of them. I think it was hair. There was no nudity. No nudity. But yes. Could we call her right now? So, that means you have her phone I don't know right her. No. I, <laughs> she was friends with my little sister. Like at college, they gave us each a little sister. Okay. So she was in um, that clique. So I met her once. Look but, you know, who I, I didn't. she wasn't Elizabeth Shue then. Right. 
Right. I mean, she was Elizabeth Shue, but she wasn't Elizabeth Shue. But yeah, I could see that. Not She's... the girl I fell in love with in The Karate Kid yet. Was it The Karate Kid or was it Leaving Las Vegas? No, no. Or Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, yeah. Right. You can come over and watch me anytime. Is she, she's still on CSI? Or? I think so. I gave up on that show years yeah. ago. I didn't watch CSI, but um, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become proficient at anything. I've heard that. I'm an expert at law and order. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <That's> the- <laughs> boom, boom. I am in love with that ch- television show. And like... This is how crazy I am. If another episode comes on, I get excited. I'm like, yes. And then 10 minutes in, I'm like, oh, I've seen this one already. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I'll watch it again. Do you do you uh, try to call out which uh, real stories ripped from the headlines that they're... Well, they had one. It was like... But it was like two stories. It was the um, Paula Dean story... Remember how she insults that she was racist? Racist, yeah. Yeah. So they had that story, but they had, it was, there was another story. Yes, there was one story, this was crazy, where this girl comes back. They thought that she was a runaway, but she came home and turned out it was somebody just imper- like using her identity. And the family wanted to believe that it was their daughter. So that that was ripped from the headlines because okay. that really happened. There's a movie I think it's called The Imposter, okay. where this guy, he was like a troubled youth, and he would just impersonate. He would like find out who was missing, and then he would go to their house and say that, like he would make his hair look what? like that person. Yeah, it's a documentary actually. That's a, one of the sickest things I've ever heard. It's so creepy. Ugh. And he fooled this family for like a year to thinking that like he was their son or yes something? and um you could be making this up but keep me going. Yeah. no 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 i think it's called <laughs> the imposter i saw the movie um he fooled this family because they were devastated they lost their son of course so meanwhile like one of the brothers was always really cold to the kid because we it was never verified but we think that that brother knew this wasn't the kid because the brother knew where the kid was. Like he had killed the oh, kid. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I crazy. know. I know. I can't tell everyone why I know, but I know. Right. Holy crap. So, yeah, it's a fascinating documentary. Wow. I'll have to get the right facts and give them to you. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. All right, we brought it up. Let's talk about it. I, once I, I was watching it and then my kids came over and I had to shut it off. You on uh, getting Doug with high. What the? <laughs> well, I've known Doug Benson for a long time, but I I don't know. I just wanted to do it. So so for people that don't know, Doug Benson, everybody knows Doug Benson. Doug he's, Benson. He's been here a lot, yes? Yeah, uh, He's performed at Acme. He's never been on this podcast, I wish. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, he, Yeah, he does this. Everyone knows he's known for... He's turned into the pothead comic really well known for that and he's ran with it good for him he's yeah. really funny and uh yeah and he hosts this what online show that has and he has a few of his comic buddies come in and you guys imbibe i was what uh, were you what was your what did you expect to happen what was going i want to know what was it like leading thought it would it? just be fun but you know i i feel i thought thought I was going to be able to tolerate the marijuana 
more than I did, but I got really high right away. I don't know if his pot is more potent than other pot, but I got really high. And then there was one moment where I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Why am I like I got into my head and um, then anyway, my husband (laughs) baked a pie and I brought it. I don't yes. know if you saw that. He yes, baked I did. a pecan pie. Yes. <laughs> and so I brought that and I brought candy. Yeah, I, I saw thought, you had uh, a licorice, licorice or something. Right, because I had heard that Ron Funches loved Twizzlers or the other kind, um, whatever the other. We one. bought the Australian red uh, stuff last night. Do you know what that no, is? No, what's that? The Australian licorice. Mm-mm. It's like extra soft. Ooh. And real. Oh, it's is so it good? much better. Like, Twizzlers are good. Right. Twizzlers are plastic. I know. Compared to this, the. Uh, Australian. The Australian. Where oh, do you buy it? I don't know. It's at most stores around here. Oh. Yeah. I actually had to, we had to go search for some last night and oh. I had to go to two stores to get it. Were you high? It was sort of an emergency. <laughs> we, we had to get together last night and, and somebody wanted some snacks. I bought some ice cream. I bought Ben and Jerry's uh, Stephen Colbert. It's oh. called like American Dream or something. Because it's not cold enough. Right, I know, I know. No, I know, I'm an ice cream What What has this ice cream been in the freezer since July? Yeah, no one's <laughs> buying this right now. I had to dust off the frost or push off the frost, but... Um, now, what is in the Stephen Colbert American... It's is, like a cone? It's it, Well, it's, you know, it's in the pint thing, the Ben Right, Jerry's. but there's a cone, like, is there waffle Exactly, cone, yeah, you yeah. have seen it. Okay. And, uh, and caramel <gasps> and some chocolate. I... It's really good. love ice cream. Yeah, I do too. I just... Submitted a Ben and Jerry's flavor. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I, did were they asking? No, you can do it online. Okay, you can go on their website and just give them a flavor. So they say, "What do you want to call it?" And I go, I, "What did I call it?" I go, "I forget what I called it, but um, to die for." Okay. I said, "To die for." That's the name of my ice cream, and it's vanilla ice cream with mushed in chocolate cake but also there was some pecan pie thing going I don't know it was like a mush of a lot of different flavors but I only had it be- I thought of it because I had it like I made it and it was <laughs> other people would so like this good yeah yeah what would your flavor be uh, Australian I, licorice <laughs> you know I don't know how that would be good in there um it would have to have some chocolate I don't know that thing I had last night was almost perfect really yeah Oh yeah. my god. I do like mint ice cream sometimes though. Mint ice cream is good too. Like just a mint chocolate chip. We used to have mint with like it was peppermint ice cream and it had like these little peppermint candies yes. in it. Oh I yes. love that. Delicious. Oh my god. So I wanna go back I wanted to know more about the uh experience with uh with Doug and Ron Funches. Um so what I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing. I did listen to the okay. whole episode of your uh, podcast. I did not have time to uh, watch that whole uh, online episode with Doug. It's all right. I was high. But I did see – so my, have you ever been filmed? Were you worried about being – maybe this is a really naive question, but were you worried about being filmed getting high? A little bit. Like I have my medical marijuana card. Yeah. Because I have um, – let's see. What did I tell them? Right. No, I have um, – I have – Anxiety, a little psoriasis, that helps. <laughs> right. And uh, I used to have an eating disorder. So <laughs> all those things, yeah, they wrote me a prescription. The weird thing is the doctor recognized me from television. So he's like, you're that comedian, right? And then, so you have to get a prescription. And then you have to 
go to the pot store and that the pots at the dispensary, they recognize me there too. I'm like, I found my demographic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have my mer- medical marijuana card. So it's legal mm-hmm. in California right. for me. Right. Um, so in that sense, I wasn't, I think it should be legalized anyway. I think if alcohol and tobacco are legal, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are lots of reasons why it's not. Um, but it just seems so there's a dichotomy there. Yeah. I, I can't make sense of that. So I was a little nervous about being filmed. Yeah. yeah okay. But, um, you know, I figured it's a bona fide podcast. They have, you know, there are no, there's a cop there actually, or he was a medic just in case somebody got really, oh, really? sick. Oh. Yeah. It's like really professional and they have, um, every kind of like way to do it. You know, they have like pipes and I think if I get invited back, which they said I probably will. I'll well, you smoke. brought goodies. Of I'll course you're going to I know. I brought goodies. But then both Ron and Doug were like, oh, we don't do sugar. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll just eat everything myself. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they got a lot of responses to the pie, I guess. A lot of people thought that was really cute oh, that I brought awesome. a pie. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's my husband. <laughs> my Adorable. husband baked me a fucking pie. Every other day he bakes a pecan pie. Or some kind of pie. And then he bought me a Fitbit. One of these things. Yeah. That, yeah. So I'm like, you're giving me a mixed message. <laughs> Do you want me skinny or fat? Is that really a Fitbit? This is, yeah. It's like a watch pedometer. It tells me how many stairs I walked up. Are you... It tells me how many steps I took. Are you feeling better about yourself or worse? Now you know, I don't, feel, I don't feel better or worse. I'm just very aware now of how sedentary I am. But I make myself... Like, they say you should walk 10... Walk? What was that? That was like the most Long Island... <laughs> walk? I mean, walk. walk. <laughs> Some coffee. <laughs> walk. They say you should walk 10,000 steps a day. So I was averaging about 3,000. So now I made it up to 5,000, and I do five or six. Oh, wow. So, and I've had it for two months. So I, I think it's helping my circulation, at least. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But it's also telling me that when I sleep, because it records that, too. How much you're moving around and stuff, right? And you can set it on different sensitivities. So on the very most sensitive... I sleep one hour a night, according to this. Like, the rest of the time, I'm just not tossing and turning, but I'm not asleep. So, Hmm. I know this made me think I should go to a sleep specialist or something. I wonder if I had one, I would pick on how much I drool and sweat. (laughs) (laughs) No, Ashley can tell you that. You should take your socks off next time. (laughs) You're you're overheating. (laughs) Yeah, it's telling me other things. Like, you don't need to eat that pecan pie <laughs> wendy you know uh and then did you ever get a i know uh, doug was on that uh, show with doug was pulling off this big bag and you know pot's not legal here in minnesota so we i can't walk into a store and buy i mean they still sell contraptions like that around here i'm sure and online but it's just not as open and as available. Right. So I, that a lot of that stuff is like, what the fuck is that? Thing? No, I had never seen that before. Yeah. That was like a big bag of, of smoke. Yeah. Um, I guess it's like a vaporizer. Apparently, it's okay. It can just hang in there, and it doesn't. I get well. I saw some guy p- 
pumping it up like like he was blowing up a balloon. Like there's like a pump, a pot pump. I'm looking for the pot patch. I would like the pot patch because yeah. I don't like smoking it because it hurts my throat. And I'm sure I'm ruining my lungs and my throat or whatever. So, How about uh, the edibles? Do you ever get into that in <sighs> California? You know, I've tried them, but they make me crazy. Like it's a different high. I just feel like I'm out of control mm-hmm. i don't like that and um yeah i don't do you have you ever had an edible i don't like the smell i don't like the taste well maybe that's my cooking <laughs> but um i need a pot pecan pie no um, david crow was here last week and told uh he was the headliner and told a story about he uh he was at a comedy club, uh, I think it was in Denver, in Colorado, where, you know... Oh, it's legal. Yes. And they put out animal crackers after his show out at the bar, and he started eating them over and over <gasps> and over. And then, they're like, and then suddenly someone finally spoke up and said, hey, you might want to take it easy on those. And he's like, why? Are they... He just thought they were cookies? Yes. He didn't taste... No. Oh, my he, God. He knew that, they, that the cook there had put, put them in butter, oh. but he just thought... The guy even said, hey, I, I cooked these in some butter. But oh, butter David, with quotes. Exactly. So then David Crow now says, like, I get it now. When someone says butter to me, it doesn't mean oh, butter. Right. It means special butter. Special brownies. Yeah, yeah. So um, he had no idea. Had drove home. Yeah. Well, in high school, my best friend's brother made these pot brownies, and we didn't know that there was pot in them. We ate half the batch, and then we got the munchies and ate the other half. <laughs> that was just a joke. <laughs> What else I never we went to high school. What else, Are we, we, what, else, what else have we missed in the last oh, year of your life? so let's see what else. Um, well, I just started reading again. I don't like to read. I'm reading. Um, I don't like to read, but I'm reading again. So I'm reading some fiction right now. It's called The Joy of Cooking. <laughs> and um, no, but I am. I started reading again. And then because my friend Brian Kylie, who's a comedian, he's been on. The Tonight Show and Letterman and this many is a name times. drop. I like it. Yep. Brian Kylie, do you know of no, Brian Kylie? But... Oh, so Brian, he's Conan O'Brien's head writer. Oh, okay. And I've known him for thirty years because we started together in Boston. So he just wrote his first novel. Oh, I don't wow. know how he has time. He he's Conan's head writer and he does stand up. Um, we're actually doing a benefit this next Saturday, March 14th, in L.A., in Santa Monica with Lily Tomlin for oh. Animal Rescue. Oh, I'm very, very excited cool. about that. So, um, But Brian Kiley's book is called The Astounding Misadventures of Rory Collins. And okay. it is so funny and out there. Like, just, I loved it. Awesome. I loved it. So it inspired me reading a book by somebody that I knew. Uh-huh. To write my own. So I've been like um, thinking about writing this one book for years and years. So I just started writing it. So I am writing a novel. Really? So I'm doing that. And I'm also, I probably told you this every time I'm on the podcast, I probably told you that I'm writing a musical okay. with my husband mm-hmm. about stand up comedy. And my husband is. Um, in addition to writing on Boy Meets World, he's also a songwriter, like mm-hmm. his dad and uncle. Um, so we started writing Home on Tuesday, a musical, uh, like a big musical about three comedians uh, in Las Vegas. 
on Valentine's weekend. And so we've been working on that for a while. I probably told you that for years, but we really are still working on it. <laughs> That's my dream is to have my musical on Broadway. Wow. I'm, I'm saying that out loud because what you say... When you say something that Self starts it, fulfilling yes, something or that other, starts the process. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that a lot with Facebook. I've been saying that I want to be an actress <laughs> and I want to play somebody's therapist on TV, like on The Big Bang Theory, play Sheldon's therapist. You'd be perfect. I know. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> You're right. Because I've been in so much therapy myself. <laughs> my ther my therapist will attest that I'm not crazy after 20 years. <laughs> Well, then I'm going to put it out there that uh, I want a new job. Okay, that's yes. That's going to happen. Yes, you are primed yeah. for this is the best moment of your life. Because now, you know, they say things happen every day to, every, to everyone. So why not guide it in the direction that you want it to mm -hmm. go? So now you have to just meditate on what you want to do. I don't mean meditate like, um, like that. But Maybe that would be good, though, too. I've but. been thinking about that. Rachel, my um, podcast co-host, she meditates because I think Howard Stern got her into that. More and more people that I respect I hear are meditating. Like, maybe I can give that a try. I know. And then I've heard different things like if they charge you money, it's not Re like it's oh, but then I heard if they don't charge you money, they're not taking you seriously. I don't know, so I can't decide. Do I want to do? Do I want to pay a lot of money? Like this one woman asked me for ten percent of my income to t to give me a mantra. <laughs> I'm like, my mantra is fuck that. <laughs> ten percent of my income. What are you, the government? <laughs> um, I should. Pr I feel like I should. In case there are any uh, KQ Morning Show listeners yes. listening to this because they, uh, you know, they desperately miss. No, no one misses my voice. I'm sure a few people. You miss have me. a great voice. Well, th thank you, Wendy. Um, what do you want to do? So I do want to say I, I feel like I should take like two seconds here and just say because mm. uh, I haven't been on anywhere uh, since I since I got laid off from my job. I'll just say that I don't work there anymore and I'm going to move on to something else. I loved working there. I loved my coworkers. I love my coworkers. I've talked, you know, I've been talking to them in the last few days and uh, things are going to be fine. Thank you if anybody is, you know, I, for the people that have reached out to me on social media, it has been unbelievable. Really? Did they send you a pie? <laughs> no one sent me pot or a pie, but I have got a, so many messages from people that I've never met. Some that I was just Facebook or Twitter, you know, friends, followers of. Uh, some who I weren't even, I wasn't even Facebook friends with that just have sent me messages in the last two days saying like, hey, I thought you did a great job. You're, you're missed. You're already missed. And, you know, just that's really, really nice. nice stuff. Really, really. Because yeah, you never knew. Yeah. And I've been getting messages from people that like work, uh, you know, in, that worked in the building with me. that worked at other radio stations. And it's so... Let me say it. Let me uh, uh, share this verbally now instead of just on social media. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a fucked up week. I can um, imagine. But uh, I'm happy to be more than I'm so happy to be doing this at Acme. And we may have some bitter, bigger and better things coming very soon. So uh, Acme means the top. right? Damn right. <laughs> so things are all right. I thought I was going to the Acne Comedy Club. I thought it was just going to be teenagers in the audience. <laughs> My phone finally stopped auto-correcting. Oh, seriously? Yeah. 
I just was sending a break when I got here. I was sending a message to Ashley. She was asking me how my breakfast went this morning, and I said, "I'm just at acne now." Acne now. So she probably knows. Yes. Yes. So there, there was my little update about what's going on with me. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Give Justin a job. <laughs> I'm skilled in lots of things that include radio. And you're amazing. Those other things that were. That and I'm you're planning a out. wedding now. Maybe you'll get into the wedding planning business. Yeah. And I've, you know, <laughs> all else fails, I'll plan a wedding. You're planning a wedding and you're getting married in October. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you are going to buy a suit. I'm going to buy a suit. I'm not going to rent a tux. Yeah, somebody was saying that men rent something to wear on their wedding and a woman spends like thousands of dollars. I know. It's crazy. I don't even, you know, I mean. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not thousands. Better not be thousands. No, no, no. Not, no, not in no. this case. Some people do, though. Yeah, I know some people do. Um, I, you know, I'm going to be practical. I want a suit that I could wear again. To your next wedding. Exactly. <laughs> Just a different undershirt. I always say, this is my first engagement ring. Oh, well, maybe... No, I'm not going to have another engagement <laughs> ring. But flying over here, first of all, in the snow, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I posted some pictures on Twitter. It is. But I, I flew over some baseball fields, which is great because I love diamonds. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just doing jokes for you. I appreciate it. I think uh, if that's I think that's it, Wendy. What do you think? I love talking to you. I, love I talking hope to you. the next time I'm here. First of all, can I just ask if I can come in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been here in the summer. It's wonderful in the summer. Um, so I hope to be back. I hope to talk to you, and I know things are going to be bright for you. They will be. They certainly will be. Thank you. Yeah. I was looking forward to this. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Bam. Getting Justin with high.